1: Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com, BlueNile.com.
2: Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs and the easy way to raise financially smart kids get started with greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com/acast
1: Welcome to the Joyful Findings Show, where we connect with the highest and greatest for all of humanity. We are creating heaven on earth together.
0: We are all one. We are all love. Embrace the joyful energy as we connect today.
2: Hey! everybody. Welcome to the Joyful Finding Show, this beautiful July 1st of 2022. I am so excited that all of you guys could be here and be a part of this show today and be a part of this time on our earth right now, knowing how important and how energetic each and every one of you are. The more that you expand and learn about yourself, the inner knowing, you know, all this inner wisdom that's coming through, it's super exciting. And the energy has been kicking this week. You can tell I'm like Sped right up this week. So the energy is really kicking right now. So I want you guys to pay attention to the energy flow and everything that's going on as we're talking today. And I also want you guys to know that I do have a special guest. We'll be bringing her forward in a minute. I like to mix things up. And when I'm meeting people, and all of a sudden I'm like, hey, you need to be on my show. You have some stuff you need to share with my people. You know, so we're just going to have a great conversation. And You guys, I also want to share uh, just a few little automatic writings. I had three different ones come through today, three, three different ones, and we got lots of stars on that last one. So I want to share that before we bring forward our guests and have a beautiful evening together this evening. Okay. So you guys, it was really weird because these guys did not know how to spell correctly or I'm not even sure. So it might be hard for me to read this. Because not all of it is in print this time. Some, some of it is in cursive. They switch back and forth. They want you to have fun and enjoy your weekend. As all of you are going through major downloads, remembering who you are and your abilities are heightened. So you guys are going to probably be extra sensitive and feeling all the stuff. Okay. So just be aware of that. And then hello, darlings. Enjoy your independence holiday weekend. We are with you celebrating on many levels. So you guys are going to experience all of this on many levels. You feel that energy coming through? All right. And then the third one, for God is with you always. We, um oh my, see, this is one of the ones, the words they wrote bad. We are, I don't know. Truth is the way will set you free, whatever that word was. Experience that for yourself. Be true to yourself. So being truthful to yourself. They're wanting you to be truthful about how you're feeling, about what you're thinking, and what is your truth, right? What really resonates as that truth, okay? And we are so enamored with your progress. Keep going. Don't give up. Go to joy. Your freedom is your joy. Okay, and that's where they got all these little hearts going or not hearts but stars this time So you guys are each one of you are one of those shining stars out there So keep on shining brightly and bring all that joy together So you guys i'm going to bring forward. I want to say hi to you guys, but I want to bring forward my guest ellie and she is a very very special woman She is the look, she even has the Gentle Barn shirt on there. So you can't forget it's right there. You guys can see it through the whole show. She is the um, owner of the the Gentle Barn and all the beautiful things that she does with animals. So I'm going to let Ellie introduce herself because she'll do it so much more eloquently than I will. So Ellie, tell us about yourself, my friend. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on this show. This is my favorite topic.
1: So I'm really excited about just being, getting to talk to you and explore things that you just talk about all kinds of different topics. Um, but yeah, my name is Ellie Lax. I'm the founder of the Gentle Barn Foundation, which is a 23-year-old national organization that rescues animals from severe abuse and neglect and brings them into our sanctuary, uh, rehabilitates them. Um, and once they're happy and healthy, we give them sanctuary with us for the rest of their lives And uh, when they're ready, we partner with them to heal people from trauma. Uh, But I also am an animal communicator. And I've been speaking to animals and, more importantly, hearing them speak to me since I was a very, very small child. Um, I thought that everyone spoke to animals. I thought that everyone got downloads. I thought everyone was intuitive. And when I hit school um, and was made fun of for being so different, I was very surprised. I was like, wait. You, you can't hear that dog over there? <laughs> you can't hear that bird? So um, so it was very lonely kind of having my gifts and being surrounded by people that had lost theirs. Um, and I had to work really, really hard to kind of find myself and be proud of who I am and not be ashamed of who I am and not fear ridicule and just step into my power and stand in my certainty and allow myself to shine. and whoever wants it, great. And whoever doesn't want it, then that's fine too. So it's been a long road for me and a long journey. I have finally kind of stepped into who I am. And um, not only as the founder of the Gentle Barn, which was my dream since I was seven, but as an animal communicator, as someone that can talk about intuitive ideas, sitting here on the podcast surrounded
2: by people that
1: feel the same way. um, I'm feeling really good right now.
2: Yeah, the energy is starting to pick up. The more that you're talking, because it really is your passion. It really is your joy, and being able to communicate with those animals. Because it's still hard for me to communicate with some of them. Like I can get some of them. Like I had a client today that came. She and and she has a dog, but her dog's like her kid, and she's like, I'm like the kid, and you know, I'm able to. But they don't always communicate with me. So how are you able to always be able to keep that communication open with the, with the animals? And tell us any interesting stories. To if you'd like?
1: I mean, I think we're all different. I think we all have our own gifts, right? Because if we were all the same, I mean, how vanilla would that be? I think we all come through uh, very intuitive, but in different ways. So we all have our strengths, we all have our gifts, and together we make this beautiful, beautiful fabric that all makes sense because we're all connected in our own shining ways. Uh, But for me, um, I'll tell you a story that kind of will define who, who I am and who I've always been, when I have this very, very clear memory of being six years old. And I was playing in my room with my dollies, minding my own business, and all of a sudden I heard this voice asking for help. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll help you. Put down my dolls, walked out of my room, through the house, down the street, left at the hill, right at the lake. And there was this very, very tall tree where a bird had fallen out of the tree. The tree was too far for me to put her back. So I scooped her up and I said, thanks for calling me. I absolutely will help you. Brought her home and fed her and cared for her until she was strong enough to fly away, until she was old enough. And those experiences happened to me all the time. I remember another memory of being, God, I think I was like three or four. And I had this wooded hill behind my house in Boston at the time. And I would always toddle off to the hill and the trees and the woods barefoot, just running out there. And I have such clear memories of just sitting underneath the tree and the wild bunnies coming and they were playing around me and they would just sit in my lap and we would share space. And I thought that was completely normal. And I was so shocked to find that, what wild bunnies don't sit in your lap. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, again, we're all intuitive in our own ways. So for me, animals always came through really strong and really clearly Um, I have spoken to people that have crossed over a few times, but it's not my strong point. And I'm imagining that for you, that's
2: stronger than, yeah. So again, we just all have, we all have our strengths and our gifts Exactly. I love that story about you going all the way down to the lake to save this bird. You know what I mean? So it was like, you know, it, you almost remind me of Tarzan when you were telling that story. You know what I mean? So you could probably put the call out. All the animals will come running to you and they call you when they need help too. So that's, so yeah. Cool. I love that. Yeah. And
1: you know, I think until you really step into until we really step into who we are our gifts could also be our challenges right because hearing animals so clearly and so strongly in the world that we live in it's been hard sometimes when animals have asked me for help but they belong to someone that wasn't open to suggestions or doesn't want to help their animals or you hear the cries of animals that are right in situations where i can't help them so
2: sometimes it's a blessing and sometimes it's a challenge, but I I would never trade it for the world. Awesome. I love that. And I love that you're totally stepping into that power and putting it out there now. So it's like you have the ability to help a lot of people and a lot of animals if they're willing to listen. Right. You know, it's just like it's just like me when I have a client, you know, there's a person they're right there. They want my help, but they don't want my help because they're still stuck in their in their thought process. So, but that's okay. It's like getting through the, I'm not even sure what to call it. It's kind of like a wall. I'm going to call it a wall for a lack of better words. Right. Cause sometimes the spiritual world does not have words for what we'd like to explain. Right. We don't have the vocabulary for it. So it's yeah. so cool. So have you talked to, how many animals do you own personally besides the ones that live at the barn? Z- Barns, because you have more than one barn. I need to plural that. She has barns. <laughs> yeah, so there's three gentle barn locations. We're located in Los Angeles. There's another
1: location in Nashville, and a third location in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, so collectively, we have about 200 animals currently. Um, we are home to horses, cows, pigs, sheep, goats, chickens, turkeys, peacocks, llamas, dogs, cats, donkeys, peacock and an emu. I think that's everybody. Um, and then living in our house with us, uh, we have four dogs okay. and, a, and a parrot. Nice. But we've had lots of other animals live in the house. We've had turkeys live in the house. We've had chickens live in the house. We've had pigs and goats live in the house. Um, I had a cow that lived in a, in, my, in my living room. Um, we had a pigeon living in the kitchen.
2: So I guess our house is always open to those who need it. Oh, my God. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. It's funny because I used to live on a little farm when my dad moved us from the city to, to the country. And I, my first experiences was he got these two little twin calves that didn't have their mother. So we had to go out there every morning and bottle feed them and stuff. That's a lot of work. You're, I mean, a barn and animals is a lot of work. So I commend you for growing your little thing to help all these beautiful animals and also helping the people can you talk about the healing that takes place because healing is super important right now especially between people animals and you know earth in general so yeah thank you for asking the question um, so the idea of the gentle barn is for
1: it to be a circle of healing we help animals that are in need the animals help people that are in need and the people turn around to be kinder to animals. So it's supposed to be a circle of healing. It is a circle of healing. And there's a lot of people that kind of like, well, why aren't you just helping people? Or why aren't you just helping animals? And the answer is that you can't just, I don't know, in my opinion, it's not about one or the other. It's about everyone. It's about it's about love. It's about listening to the cries of help that are in front of you. It's about doing my part with who is asking me for help. It's about those ripple effects of love and compassion that extend out from me helping somebody and then that person being more creative, uh, being more effective, doing what they do. And we keep rippling out affecting each other. And so I don't want to just rescue animals. I don't want to just work with people with special needs. I want to do everything I can to create love and compassion and safety for anyone that wants to come to our sanctuary. And I think that that's really indicative of the times that we're in. Oh God, I could really go down a rabbit hole in this subject. Here's how I see it. You know, we used to live in nature, right? We used to be hunter gatherers, we used to work in nature and live in nature and live among other creatures, and it was this network of all these different creatures sharing the planet together. And I think back in those times, we really could all operate intuitively and hear each other and honor each other. And once we switched from hunter-gatherers to agriculture, um, we congregated along the banks of the water source and then created government and army and politics and we became a civilization. And I think with becoming that civilization, we have lost our connection to Mother Earth and to other animals. And most importantly, we have lost the connection to ourselves. We are covering Mother Earth up in concrete. We are looking at our phones or our computer screens or our televisions We have information coming to us from all angles. we were born knowing who we are and what we've come to do. But then we're put in schools and told, sit down, be quiet, follow other people's suggestions, listen to other people, don't follow your own impulses, don't follow your own intuition, sit and be quiet and follow someone else. And so we've taken everything that we were born with, our power, our uniqueness, our gifts, knowing who we are, knowing why we've come. And we surrendered it to someone else to tell us when we can use the bathroom and when we can eat and sit down and don't do this and don't do that. And we've forgotten who we are. And so we've become a whole society full of people that we don't remember our gifts and we don't remember who we are and we're not connected to ourselves. And it's creating illness in our bodies, it's creating suffering for animals. And it's creating the demise of our own beautiful, beautiful planet. So, I mean, that's all the bad news, but the good news is in front of us is always this call to awaken. And when we awaken to love, when we awaken to the fact that we're all the same, even though we show up in different forms, when we awaken to the connections between all of us. And our journey is not to climb on someone else's back to get ahead. Our journey is to lift each other up so that we're rising together. That's when we can start finding ourselves again, finding our connection to Mother Earth again, finding our connection to animals again, finding our gifts and remembering who we are. And then we can really, really, really shine. And everything around us shines as well. And so I call this period in history, the great Awakening where it's time for us to awaken. We've evolved physically, we've evolved technologically, and now it's in front of us to evolve spiritually. And so I'm so grateful for people like you that have this podcast and we can start talking about these ideas because no matter how far away we are from who we really are, the truth is that there's seeds inside of every single one of us that remembers intuition and remembers our gifts even though we've forgotten it. And conversations like this and people like you ignite that remembering and ignite that spark in every single person so they can start remembering and they can start opening and they can start making time every single day to be still and quiet and centered and grounded. And they can make time to receive downloads and listen to the voice of an animal or listen to the voice of an ancestor or most importantly, listen to our own voices and our own instincts. And slowly, slowly, we can start rediscovering who we are and awaken to love. And that is the day that I dream of, yearn for, think about constantly and work towards every single day. And I think we're getting there, which is what's so exciting.
2: Oh, we are definitely getting there. And girl, I could not have said that any better myself. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your truth and your wisdom and all those words right now because you just blew me away even even Tiffany's over here bravo stated beautifully and with truth so you are speaking from your soul you are speaking from your truth and i love that you called it the great awakening because we are awakening into who we are right we're each again it's like that ripple effect you just talked about you know it's like we are touching each other and then we touch the the ripple goes out and we touch so much more helping each other to awaken to who we really are and what our truth is so that this this earth can be much better you know and that's like even what you said you know go back to earth how we used to do it we used to be the gatherers I talk about this about community all the time right that's when all communities used to work together that guy over there used to grow the wheat. That guy over there had the cows. You made a change. You know. You got the milk, whatever you needed. Everyone was working together. So I feel like there's more of that that's also being awakened into this, even though they're so big, there's so many people in the world. I think that they're awakening that we are all connected. We're all part of God, right? We're all under that umbrella. It's like God and then we're all connected, right? So earth, we're all like bing, bing, bing. All these lines are connecting out to each other. So Beautifully said. I love it. Thank Thank you. you. All right. Let's say hi to some people out here because we do have some people out here listening to us tonight. And if you guys are out there listening, say hello. We have Kim Smith out there. Richard Riddle is hanging out with us. Let's see who else we got here. Annette Norris is here. You guys are all chatty. That's awesome. I love you guys. Veronica from Australia. We got a little Australia action happening tonight. Thank you for being here, Veronica. That's awesome. Jill Sheen says, I made it. Good for you, girl. Glad you could be here. Veronica says, I couldn't survive on this planet if I didn't connect with nature. You know what I mean? And that's one of the I I noticed that's one of the things that I give like repeatedly sometimes in messages like go outside and meditate near the tree or You need to plant something, you know what I mean? And they've even been doing it more with me. Like I have to get plants and I have to start digging in the dirt and plant something or dig something up and move it around or, you know, I have to be connected. Since I rent, I can't go full blown. So I have like this little four by four section or whatever, but it still keeps me connected and others are also keeping connected. And then we have Charity Gordon, who's a new member out there. Thank you for joining the member there, Charity. That's awesome. Appreciate you. Everyone's skipping past me. Let's see. Love from my goop. She's from, oh, she's over from England. We got some, you know her, right? Because that's why you're all like this. You know this woman i feel like you do i hear some dogs barking too they're all excited with all the energy too ruth is out there barbara preller from north carolina so glad you guys all could be here and be a part of this show you guys feeling the energy out there and if you guys could think of any questions that you would like to ask drop it in the chat box and i'd be happy to ask ellie for you because she's full of wisdom that's why know, We sat down and did a reading one day and halfway through the reading, I'm like, you need to be on my show. I was like, you have stuff that you need to be sharing with the people. So who knows? Maybe Ellie will have the next show out there. Maybe she's ready to start sharing her wisdom more often with the people's, right? Mm -hmm. Another way of awakening people and bringing out that ripple effect. You know what I'm saying? You know what?
1: That's Melissa, that's so important what you just said because I think that what's gonna bring this planet back into balance is the feminine energy, right? And so it's really, and and by the way, so no one misunderstands me, I'm not talking about females, I'm talking about feminine energy. Men can have feminine energy too, right? And I feel like that feminine energy, that intuition, that female voice, the, the, the power, the nurturing, the creativity, I feel like we're being all really called to step forward in such a huge, big way. I mean, I don't know about you, but I keep getting messages recently, like, why have you been hiding? You need to get out there. You need to share your messages. You need to say what you have in your heart. People need to hear it right now. But it's not just about me, it's about all of us. I think that we're all being called in whatever individual ways that we are to step forward as matriarchs and leaders of our community and to really share our souls With those around us, I think those around us need it so badly.
2: They do. They need so much healing that they don't even know that they need. And sometimes just our presence or sometimes just our word or the way that we said that word will get them to go. Oh, I see it differently now. Right. Because <clears throat> it could be even I could see a client and I could say the same thing to them 10 times and then someone else says it just a little bit different. But it's the same concept of where I was going. They're like, oh, a light bulb goes off. You know what I mean? So sometimes they have to hear it from a different source so that it makes sense, yeah. you know. So it's like we're all helping each other in more ways than none. When we're stepping forward in our truth and sharing that information with each other, it's helping each other to wake awaken, right? Because we've always been taught, right, to feel bad about ourselves in one way, shape, or form, or not trust ourselves, right? And then we really don't trust ourselves. And we say all these mean things to ourselves. And we've had to retrain our brain to start to trust ourselves and trust that intuition. Like, how do we know this is real? We can't physically see it or touch it you know what i mean because there's no logic in the spirit world people okay there's there's zero logic in the spirit world you only find that in the earth plane you know what i mean and then that's sketchy at most but it's like You know what I mean? Because nothing works the way it's supposed to. And we're starting to figure that out. And it's like, how do we create from this moving forward? Have the animals, this is a good one. Have the animals shared anything about the future? Have they shared anything? Oh, really? What have they said? I'm love to hear about
1: that. Yeah. So, okay. So one of the things that happened, um, I wrote a book called My Gentle Barn, Creating a Sanctuary Where Animals Heal and Children Learn to Hope. And in that book, I talk about my first cow. Her name is Buddha. And I talk about her throughout the entire book. Um, She she was my very first cow, but she, I mean, she raised me. She taught me. She opened the gentle barn with me. She hosted every single solitary group with me, every field trip, every private tour with me. Um, She showed me about cow hug therapy. So one of the things that me at the General Barn came up with 23 years ago is cow hug therapy. Um, and we host cow hug therapy sessions here at the General Barn where people that co- can come that are feeling de- depressed or anxious or suicidal or lonely or stressed out, and they can come in the, and the cows will wrap their necks around them and hold them. And it's not something that they're thinking about or talking about, it's something that they're feeling. And that connection changes them and they leave completely different and healed. And it's been incredibly effective. But I learned that from Buddha, who taught me about cow hug therapy. And she taught me how animals can heal in a very, very different way when people are in crisis. And um, Buddha, she lived in her body for 13 and a half years and then transitioned. And when she transitioned, I literally thought I was going to die. Um, I didn't know how to live without her. She had been more of a mom to me than... My, my real mom. Um, and I didn't know how to even breathe without her. And I definitely didn't want to be on a planet without her. Like, why do I have to stay here and you're gone? Like, I don't want to be here without you. And um, it was actually because back in those days, I didn't trust myself. So back in those days, it was an animal communicator that came and helped me connect back to Buddha and realize she had left her body, but she was right with me still. And I can still hear her voice and I can still connect with her. And so that animal communicator, like <laughs> saved my life. But anyway, I went on to talk to Buddha every single solitary day. And I still do. She is my greatest teacher, my greatest business advisor, my greatest marriage counselor, my greatest therapist. And she talks to me every single day. And whenever I have a question, all I have to do is ask her and she'll give me advice that I couldn't come up with if my life depended on it. Um, and so we opened in California 23 years ago and that was our first location and Buddha kept coming through in my meditation saying, you need to open more locations. You need to do this faster. You need to do more work. You, you know, you've got to keep going with the planet. And she kept saying, the planet doesn't have a lot of time. You don't have a lot of time. You think you do, but you don't this is the great awakening. You need to step up. You need to use your voice. You need to open more locations. You need to give a bigger voice to the animals. You need to help people who are lost. And she literally would kind of like almost yell at this, yell this to me every single day. And, you know, it was like, well, I don't, you know, the board of directors is saying no, and we don't have the money and we are not organized enough and we're not ready enough. And she was like, I don't care. Those are your human problems. (laughs) You need to keep going. The planet needs every matriarch. The planet needs every feminine energy. The planet needs every leader. The planet needs people to step up now. And here's the thing. Here's what she would explain to me. We come from a culture where it's all about kind of them taking care of the, the majority of us, right? So it's the government making decisions for us, it's big business making decisions for us, it's teachers making decisions for us, it's experts like veterinarians and doctors making decisions for us. It's all, you know, kind of like you know, controlling the masses and taking care of the masses. People had to step up and be in power. And the masses lost their power. And It's all about, but see, in this movement now, in the great awakening, like I like to call it, um, saving the planet and healing our bodies and freeing the animals, it's not going to be them doing it for us. There's not going to be laws. There's not going to be a civil war. There's not going to be some kind of movement. The only way we're going to move forward, the only way that we're really going to change is if every single solitary one of us as individuals changes and awakens, and comes to their own power and uses their own voice and awakens to love and compassion and kindness. And that's what Buddha keeps telling me. She's like, every person needs to, and and this is what I do every single day. I literally wake up every single day and I say, okay, how can I be more gentle today? How can I be more conscientious today? How can I make a bigger impact today? How can I be more deliberate today? How can I be more of an instrument today of thy will? And I ask that question every single morning, and then every single day I find the answers. So it's like every single one of us has to answer ask those questions and find our own answers. But, you know, Buddha says, like, we're all being called to start asking those questions, whereas before we weren't. Right. So, totally. yeah, animals are kind of like <clears> – <throat> because in my animal communication readings that I do for people, animals are kind of like shaking their heads. I had this one cat who I was talking to for a client and this cat, the whole communication just like was shaking his head. And I was like, what tell me. And he was like, I mean, he was talking about his person, but really he was talking about all of us. He was saying, she sits in her phone. She doesn't make time for herself. She doesn't take herself seriously She's really smart, but she doesn't think she is. So she doesn't use her intelligence and her voice. At nighttime, instead of being still and quiet and connecting with herself, she's in her phone. She's busy yapping and talking about stuff that doesn't matter, but she's wasting time. We don't have time. And, I, and I, so I said to this cat, like, well, what do you want your person to do? And he was saying, I want her to wake up and I want her to sit in the quiet and the stillness. And that's why I'm here because she's so caught up in her mind. But I will sit in her lap and she can stroke me and it will silence her mind and it will allow her to connect and ground to herself. I want her to put her phone away and lay in bed and breathe and connect and remember who she is. I want her to take herself seriously. I want her to grow up and start contributing. And I mean, he kind of gave her a beating. and You know, I was like, wow, like, I have to call this
2: woman and tell her. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes the truth hurts, right? And if it's coming from our animal, the animal is around you the whole time, right? So it's like picking up all that information and knows what you need, you know? It's amazing stuff.
1: Yeah, and here I was going, oh, my God, how am I going to tell this woman this message? But when I did... She, you know, she had tears in her eyes and she was saying, that's totally true. I kept, My cat's right. And I said, look, you have one of the wisest mentors ever. Like, you don't have to go f- pay for therapy. Y- you have a mentor dressed as a cat. Use <laughs> him. Turn to him. Pet him. Ground with him. Put your yeah. phone down.
2: Yes. That's so amazing. That's a great story. That's a great story. This is a great time to have a word from our sponsor from Feng Shui MySpace, Miss Marsha Morris. So you guys take a check it out. Awesome, you guys. Check out Feng Shui My Space. Go there, FengShuiMySpace.com and give Marsha's website a checkout. Do it if you need some energy mixed up in your house. Maybe you need a new color. You're looking for some new energy. Give it a checkout. Check it out. All right. So what else can we share with the people? How fast? How do you normally do your readings? Do you get like a picture or do you do it over the phone? How do you do normally do your readings? Yeah. So people will book through my website,
1: Uh, They'll send me a picture and I don't want a lot of information. A lot of people want to write like, you know, lots and lots a story. Of, of stories and I'm like, stop, don't tell me anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to go into the, yeah. So gentlebarn.org is the barns website. Please check that out. Uh, the stories of the animals are incredible in our organization, uh, but to book a reading it's ellielax.com. And um, so people send me a picture of their animal. I want to know their gender their age, their name, of course, how old they are, how long they've had them, and who they live with in the house. And that's it. That's all I want to know. Um, and I want to, because I, I don't want to go into the reading with my brain knowing things. I want to go right. into the reading not knowing anything and being able to just receive what the animal wants to tell me. And so um, it's an hour session where the first 30 minutes is me talking just to the animal, and then the second 30 minutes is me calling the person letting them know what their animal said and felt and what they need and want. And then if the person has anything that we didn't cover, they can ask whatever questions and I can just go back in while they're on the phone and ask their animal, any questions that they need.
2: All right. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Because animals, they love to talk, especially when they know a lot of stuff, you know, and especially when they cross over, do you just talk to live ones or do you talk to ones that have also passed over as well?
1: no i absolutely talk to animals that have crossed over as well as live animals and i will tell you that at least 50 percent, if not more of my practice is talking to animals that have passed and you know going back to the story that i told about buddha how i literally thought i was going to die when she transitioned and having um that animal communicator come and make me understand that buddha was didn't leave me that saved my life and so Now to be able to be a professional animal communicator and pay that forward and relay messages and memories from animals to their people, so that those people know that those animals still love them and they're still there. And I mean, animals relay incredible messages and memories. Some of them are saying, look, you are in that house by yourself. It is way too quiet. I won't have it. You need to go and get another animal right away. And other animals are like, no, it's fine. I'm right here. All you have to do is think of me and sing that favorite song that you sing in the morning. I hear you. And some animals will tell, tell me, like, give me proof. They'll say, yeah, my person does this and my person says this and my person sings this, tell them so that they have proof that I'm with them. And the person's like, Oh my God, like I do sing that song. How do they know that? So I really, I, I, you know what? Honestly, I almost think that the word death is a dirty word because there's no such thing. Correct. Life never dies. Love never dies. Connection never dies. I think that we transition in and out of form, but that life force is just as present when they transition transitioned out of form as they were when they were sitting next to you dressed as a dog or a cat or a goldfish.
2: Correct or a human being, because it's like I like our soul, right? Once we leave this body, we just leave this body, our soul goes and keeps going on. It's like, I'm gonna go jump in somebody else, I'm gonna be somebody else next time, or whatever, you know what I mean? So it's all energy, right? So it's like we are the energy, the animals are the energy, and we all have that ability to be able to communicate together, right? On so many different levels rather than just so linear, like we're just so. You know, there's so many levels to all of this, you know, so I find that fascinating. I find this fascinating. So what have you been feeling in the energy fields as of late? What's been new? What have, what have what has that been feeling like for you?
1: Yeah, it's been incredible. I don't know how or why. And I didn't really even think about it until you asked that question. Um, you know, I was coasting along. I, I was doing fine. Um, and all of a sudden it's like, I shifted into a higher gear and all of a sudden my readings are sharper. The information's coming faster. Um, you know, before I would kind of sit in the silence and I would wait for the information to come and I would write it down. Now it's coming so fast and I'm writing as fast as I can not to miss a word, but the information's coming faster. I can smell things, hear things, see things and know things in a faster way. I'm getting downloads and I'm really trusting them now, really trusting them. And I, I don't I don't really understand it, but I'm really
2: enjoying it. Do you understand it? Like can you explain why things shifted that way? I cannot explain why, but I've been on that same roller coaster. So I'm just like enjoying the ride. And yes, like I've even heard from some clients where they're like, the information is flowing faster. It's like they're trusting themselves more. So I think it's us all being empowered now. Right. It's like all that. that It's like kind of like all the trust that we've had. All, let's look at it as like um what are they showing me? Like a big dust ball. Just imagine I have like this big ball of dust, right? And it's not connected, but it's like, we didn't trust ourselves. That's why it wasn't connected, you know? And then the more that we trusted ourselves, it came together into a real ball rather than being so scattered. So I feel like the more that we acknowledge our true ourselves and that truth and that, that knowledge, right? That wisdom that's been locked up inside of us. I think it really is like it sets things in fast motion, right? It's like, I'll meet a new client now. And I'm like, oh my God, you're going to learn this stuff so fast. You better hold on to your pants because you don't know. I was like, I don't know why they waited for you to wait this long, but you're going to get the fast track. Okay. So there's like a lot of people that are doing that. And a lot of that's also happening for us as well. Right, because even even some of the people you know are more open spiritually than they were a month ago. Or so something's changing in the air. And I think it was somewhere right around um, the summer solstice, like something kind of tilted. And I can tell you that one day this week, I forget what day it was, it might have been Wednesday around noontime. I went into a complete vibration of energy. Like I couldn't even hold a water because it was like I thought there you know, is there something wrong with me and they're like no, just go lay down. I'm like all right, all right, I'm going to lay down. Because the energy was just coming so fast and so furious. It was going through the body. It's like an energy cleanse of some sort. You know what I mean? And it has to shake those souls and those molecules or whatever they're doing inside that body. So have you felt anything like that recently as well? I was crazy. It lasted like an hour and a half too. It was That like sounds amazing. Um, I get those in the middle of the night. Okay. Yeah.
1: Like I'll be sleeping and I'll wake up in the middle of the night. And all of a sudden I feel it's like electricity is coming in through the bottoms of my feet and it goes all the way through my body and out the top of my head. And I just lay there going, whoa, this is so cool. What is happening? And it lasts for like five to eight minutes and then it goes away and I go back to sleep.
2: Okay, and I don't cool. know what it
1: means or what it
2: is, but I love it. Hey, it's the, what you need. And you're just like, all right, I'm trusting you guys to take care of me. It's a little zap of energy of information. It's a lot of different things. Energy has a lot of frequency and a lot of information in it. Right. So when it flows through us, it's almost like, you know, our human self wants to go. What the hell? And then our spiritual self is like, Woo, this is like a roller coaster ride. This is awesome. Let's keep going and then you have to find that balance again you know what i mean but it's it's weird because it's not something we're also not used to. And I'm sure some of the people out there are feeling it as well. You know what I mean? This is not just us. Because a lot of the things that we do feel, we feel collectively. Those of us that are connected on certain, I like to call them levels still, because I, ca- I see a building, you know, the, the we got the parking garage, we got the first floor, and then everybody wants to go into their level of spirituality, whatever, wherever they're at. And it's like, we kind of like bounce through the floors to get them back to go where they need to go. So it's kind of interesting how all this plays out. Do you see things like that as well? See things like? Anything that like anything randomly in the world and how people are interacting spiritually, energetically, anything like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, God, it was not so long ago at all that I had all these thoughts and feelings in me, but I wouldn't just freely share them. I was a little bit more careful and Now I just, I can't keep it in me. (laughs) I can't keep quiet. Um, And, you know, honestly, I think the pandemic might have had a lot to do with it because, look, the world shut down and we had a chance to be still and be quiet and reprioritize and rethink where we're at and rethink what we wanted for our lives and rethink who we are. And I think collectively as a species, we needed to listen. We're not taking typically before we weren't taking time to be still and quiet, grounded and centered and find ourselves. We were busy, 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 busy. And it was like, it was almost like the universe said, I got this stop. Like just put a stop on everything and made us stop. Not just a few of us and not just a few places, but he stopped the, the universe stopped the world and we had to sit in it and we had to sit in God, my dream when I was nine was to be a painter and I'm an accountant. What am I doing? Or God, I'm living in this high rise, but I want to live in the forest. Or God, I've always wanted to be an animal communicator, but I don't know how to do it. I'm going to find that course now while I'm sitting here doing nothing. It was a really, really, really needed pause for our entire species to be still quiet, centered, grounded and rethink and reprioritize and question. And so many people like quit jobs and started a completely different non-related career or people moved across the country or people moved in with their kids or with their parents. People lost loved ones. It was just, everything was just scrambled and reshifted around. And I think that it was painful and it was hard because I think growth always can be sometimes, but, Oh my God, in the end of this, I think it was really good for us. And now all of a sudden the downloads are happening faster. The intuition is happening faster. People are growing faster, receiving faster, connecting more. And I i don't think, you know, I think this is just, we haven't even begun to scratch the surface. Like the shifting that we're feeling now, I think we're just getting started.
2: Oh, Yeah. Well, it's been happening for a while. I've been going through these energetic shifts in my body for about five years now. Um, And I think that I had to take a lot of it on because the collective can't handle it. You know, and there's some of us out there that have been doing the work that others can't handle because not everyone can handle the vibrations that sometimes go through our bodies. I mean, it would send some of the some of these vibrations actually send people to the hospital and they can't find anything wrong with them. Their heart's good. Everything's good because they don't know how to measure energy, you know, but our mind believes that we have to run to the doctor to get fixed. Right. You know what I mean? When we never needed doctors, you know, until whenever a doctor was invented, you know what I mean? So, Girl, don't get me started on that. (laughs) No, we don't have enough time. That's a whole other show. We'll have to start another show for all the other things that we would have to talk about side that can involve spirituality, but a whole other realm of things. Because I I imagine that we can have long conversations going down many, many different rabbit holes to bring forth the truth that many people do need, but a lot of people here are already seeing that. So that would have to be a whole other show because. What we've seen and what is created and what is coming is going to be what we create from moving forward, right? It's just like you said, I said the same thing in 2020, God put his finger down, stop the earth. He said, stop. But we had all been complaining before that. Just like you said, I hate this job. I don't want to work all the time. Why don't weekends longer? You know, why don't I get paid more? Why can't this change? He said, all right, you guys have complained enough. He heard it. It was loud enough. And he said, stop. So what are you guys going to do different now? What are you going to do to change it? So we've had to sit with ourselves. We've had to go within, right? I always called it the deep dive. We had to go deep dive. And you see the people doing the deep dive in the pools, but this is inside because this is where all the information lies. It's not out here. This is all, this is all, this is all BS out there for new much The answers lie in here. And what we create out here doesn't have to be BS anymore because we can be the creators of it rather than letting it affect us. Yes. Yes. So many of us are starting to really awaken and to do that. I think their internal fire has been lit somewhere and it took them to a trigger. It took somebody a trigger to wake up, right? Because you're like, no, that doesn't make sense to me anymore. Right. It's like common sense flew out the window. So it's like, you know, you can only handle so much dumbing down. And then you're like, no, this is not how things work. This is not how it's supposed to work. This is how it never works. Why are you even trying it this way? So I feel like a lot of people are seeing the greater picture during this great awakening. So, and I love that you keep using the great awakening because that's what it really is because it's our, our reawakening, our remembering who we really are, right? And it's like, you are able to keep those abilities from childhood to adulthood. Like my abilities got squished when I was a kid. There's no way you could know that. There's no way, you know. So after a while, you just give up. You're just like, all right, I don't know that then, you know, and then you, you're stuck in this little, unhealthy little bubble that you're unhappy because you're not able to start saying, Hey, there's a weird man walking down the street. You might not be able to see him, but I see him, you know? Um, So that's why I tell parents now to be open. If your kids say they see something that's walking down the street that you don't see, just acknowledge it. It's okay. Let it, let it warm up to where it starts a communication or, but don't make it scary unless the person is scary or they describe it as scary, but so many people are starting to open up and see so much more. Have you experienced that with other friends or even family members that are experienced more of this as well?
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And, and by the way, Melissa, I have the same story as you, where I didn't keep my my gift. I returned to it. I, I, I could talk to animals. I thought everybody always did. I got to high school and they were like laughing at me and bullying me and teasing me. And I wanted to be normal. Now I know there is no such thing as normal. But back then I thought there was such thing as normal and I wanted to be it. And so I got rid of my gift and I shut it down and I became normal. And you know where that landed me? It landed me um, a crack addict that couldn't function in the world. Because the minute you start denying who you are, you're going down. It's a downhill, very dark road. And so here I was denying my gift and denying who I am and trying to be like everybody else. And it was so painful that it led me to addiction to numb that pain. And I remember one night and I write about this in my book where I was just sitting there going, I want off this planet. Like, I don't want to even be here. I can't be who I am. I don't want to be who everyone else is. I want to get out of here. And I really sat and like, seriously contemplated it. And much to my surprise, after deliberating over several hours, I realized I didn't want to leave. I wanted to stay. I wanted to be who I am. I wanted to get it right. I wanted to use my gifts. And so then I told myself, well, then get the hell up and move and make something of yourself. And so I took a shower and I had a meal for the first time in three weeks. And I moved across town and I disassociated from everyone I had known before. And I started slowly, slowly, slowly climbing up to where I am now, where I'm like, this is who I am, take it or leave it. But it was a very, very hard road, right? Did Did you struggle to return to yourself?
2: I It took me until I was 40 to get to myself. Okay. So I struggled. We all have different things that we had to struggle through to learn through so that we would have that experience because we might've had to experience it in a past life too, because you know, we've probably ended that life earlier or whatever. And we are like, we want to get all these things that we need to do in this big chunk of life before we're ready to open up to all of that. But uh, the abilities would pop through every once in a while. You know what I mean? But not enough to be like, oh, I can trust that. You know what I mean? Or I've seen something float across the street and I'm like, what the hell is that? You know what I mean? Um, but I was also drinking at the time. So, you know, it was hard to trust those things. You know what I mean? We just use different things as an addiction sometimes. So, but that's Bravo for you for connecting in and and knowing that you needed to be here because that's one of the most important things. That's one of the things that I tell a lot of my clients, don't listen to what other people tell you to do and who to be because they are not standing in your shoes. They do not know how you feel. They do not know what you're experiencing. Only you are wearing those shoes. No one else fits your size shoes. They don't do it. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, growing up, mom's like mom, my mom's like, you should go be a nurse. And I'm like, no, it's not really. That's not what I want to do. You know what I mean? I want to be a healer, but that's not the healer I want to be. You know what I mean? And it took me until I was 40 to find out that I could do all this spiritual healing and energy healing and all that stuff. And, and boy, doesn't that make me feel a lot better? Because I stepped into my power when I was 40, when I had nothing, right? It's like, we have to sometimes like you, you know, you are at the bottom line. I don't want to be here anymore. I lost everything. I lost my house in the recession. Like 2008 was like a shitty year. Okay. You know, it was like, and having to build myself back up, but building it back up this time was in such a better way that I am honoring who I truly am. You know what I mean? So I can totally relate with you. See, we're very similar. Same stories, different stories at the same time. Same, but different. I like to say, you know what I mean? So yeah, there are a bunch of people out there. And that's why I
1: love um, doing animal communication professionally because every single time I'm doing it, I am honoring who I am. I am using my gift. I am using my voice. I am letting that animal come through me and I'm connecting that animal with their person. And I'm not afraid to be called crazy and I'm not shutting down my gift and I'm not trying to be normal. I am saying I have this gift and I want to help people and animals with it. And so it's like, and and that's the thing. It's like in the past, there was this thing like, Oh, that's selfish. Oh, that's selfish. Don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. And so a lot of people were afraid to nurture and love themselves because, Oh, that's selfish. And the truth is that in order to love, and I know this sounds cliche, but it's really true. In order to love anyone else, you have to love yourself and not in a selfish, egotistical way, but in a way like practicing animal communication. If you're an artist, paint every day. If you're a gardener, garden every day. If you're a musician, sing or play an instrument every single day. If you love people, find a way to serve them and interact with them every single day. If you love animals, Volunteer at an animal sanctuary or have your own animals or be a dog walker every single day. And if you're intuitive, use your gifts every day, whether it's just sharing with a friend or writing stuff down in a journal or doing it professionally like you and me. Every single time that I'm doing animal communication, I am declaring to the world, this is who I am and I'm honoring myself. We have to honor ourselves. We have to use the gifts that we have been given. And we need to share it with the world. And that right there is a beautiful first step to starting to open up those intuitive channels and starting to open up and remembering who we are and why we've come. Just simply do what you love every day.
2: I could have said it any better. I love that. Do what you love every day. That's why I say your job is now your joy. So you're going to your joy every day. We're just going to change that last letter. We're going to throw that B right over in the curb, and we're going to put a Y there, okay? So your job is your joy now. So whatever your joy is, whether, like you said, if it's music, if it's art, if it's talking to people, if it's helping people, being of service, all the people that you need that are going to be coming into your lives. Because I feel like everyone, the more that you honor yourself and the more that you light up, right, we turn into these beautiful lighthouses, people are able to see us. They also have to awaken, right? So we're waiting for all those people to come together so that we can start to create this newness together because it has to be done out of love. And I love that you've used that word like So many times tonight, because that's like my favorite word, you know, because it's all about loving each other. One of my first things that I came up with, and I have this little sticker I made, it says, I am love, you are love, we are love. So that it's like a mantra that everyone should say, at least every day, because, you know, a lot of people are still stuck in ego where they just love themselves and only themselves. And then we have people that just love other people and they don't love themselves right? They forget about who they are and they just give all their energy out to everybody. So it has to be equal. It's like, I am love. You are love. We are love. We all have to be in the same like vibration. And and if things will change so much better on so many different levels for so many different peoples all across the world. And we're actually, it's starting to happen. That ripple effect is actually getting a little better, bigger. You know, it's not like just like a Actually, this is what it looks like right now when I picture it in my mind's eye. You know, it's not like the pond that was all like, you know, flat, and then you just threw the rock in it with a little ripple. Oh, no, this is like a boulder, like fell in the water. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, so the tsunami waves of energy are on their way. (laughs) The
1: tsunami waves of energy. I love
2: that. I love that. That's beautiful. <clears throat> this has been awesome. Is there anything else that you would like to share with any of the guests this evening? Cause nine o'clock is only a couple minutes away. It went, I told you it'd go fast.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just to recap, like, don't look to be like anyone else be like who you are. And I would, I would throw a question out to everyone because this is kind of like where we can start. What is the best word that describes who you are and what is your dream?
2: That's deep.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, we could look at other people or other situations and we could describe it all day long, but when it comes to finding a word that describes who we are, you know, it's like, oh God, I don't know. So if we can just find out who we are or who we want to be and what is our dream, meaning what what makes us feel most alive? What puts us in present time? What makes us feel shiny and bright like we could fly? What do we love to do? What we've always loved to do since we were kids. Find that, know who we are,
2: do it every day. Bam, you're already halfway there. Again, I couldn't have said it any better. I think she's my twin, you guys. I think she's got my words. I think she's, we're all on the same page here. So again, I couldn't have said that any better. Thank you so much for sharing all your energy and all your wisdom and all your information. And if you guys have any pets out there and you guys want an animal communicator, you look up Ellie's website. I think she dropped it in the chat there a few different times. So definitely look her up and get a a little chat with your animal, find out what's going on or what's going on or what you need to know. But it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being here, Ellie. Well, thank you so much for having me on this
1: podcast, but more importantly, thank you for being on this planet with me.
2: Oh, that's one of the sweetest things I've ever heard in my life. No, thank you. I honor you for being on this planet with me as well, because this has not been an easy journey. This has been, okay, I'm going to share a little bit. This has been like for the first, let's say the first half of our life, it's been like trying to go up a goddamn mount everest okay now we're at the top and now we're just gonna like slide through stuff because we have a better view of everything so we've already been through the hard part it's all easy from here because we trust and we're stepping in our power and i'm lit up right now so you guys are all feeling this energy out there so this is very very important for all of you out there that you guys are all stepping into your power. And I feel like the energy through this weekend, through this 4th of July weekend, and even through the month of July, like the energy is really going to be intense, helping you guys recognize who you really are and open up to your truth and open up to your power and open up to your knowledge so that you can help yourself and you can help others as we move forward. And I honor each and every one of you. You are amazing beings of light. And I want you guys to have the most amazing weekend and the most amazing week and i look forward to seeing you next week love you guys bye
0: thanks again don't want the fun to end grab more refreshments then head over to the goldilocks productions youtube channel with the huge selection of shows the fun doesn't have to end